sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. Second hour of the program. Thanks for tuning in to The Big Show on ESPN 100.5 and 105.1 KTGR. Total Sports Station in Mid-Missouri. Thanks for tuning in online at KTGR.com and on the KTGR app. It's Andy Brendan and producer Chris all here. You can call or text us at 875-KTGR and keep texting us uh, on what you think about Mizzou's number nine ranking in the college football playoff uh, released yesterday. Uh, we'll keep getting to uh, some of your texts on that. But up next, we'll dive into who Brendan and I think are the top five and the bottom five NFL teams as they stand right now after 10 weeks of the NFL season. So we'll dive into that in just a little bit. But first, it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the top five at five on the big show. Number one. You want to trade away for curtain number one? You can have curtain one. Cody Schrader is officially on my Mount Rushmore of all-time favorite Mizzou players. And not just for the incredible 300-plus all-purpose yards that he racked up in the Tennessee win, but also for just the way he carries himself and the team leader that he is. Named a captain for a reason. And you saw some of that reason come out in a new video that we saw today where Eli Drinkwitz and the Tigers were actually trying to get Cody 20 more yards so he would break the all-time Mizzou all-purpose yards record. And Cody said... I don't need to be in the game. We didn't build this program by chasing records. I'll let my backfield mate Nate Pete take a shot at it. And I think that just speaks to the character this kid has. I I love rooting for Cody Schrader. I'll say it uh, from the mountaintops, guys. Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable. I think I'm buying into the theory put out by Rudy Gobert after Draymond Green got ejected in a 0-0 game for putting Gobert in a headlock. Well, Steph Curry was out that night for the Warriors, and Gobert felt that Draymond would probably find any reason he could to get ejected because he was too afraid to play without his guy Steph by his side. And honestly, I kind of think it's true. That's just kind of how Draymond be. Number three. There's We knew the handshake between Eli Drinkwitz and Josh Heupel was brief after Missouri beat Tennessee 36-7 on Faroe Field, but we didn't hear the audio behind it until today. SEC Network Mike's caught what Drink told the former Mizzou offensive coordinator, quote, we stand on business, Josh. Yeah, buddy. Now that's a reference to a TikTok trend that a grown man just told another grown man as he briskly walked away before Heupel could respond. I imagine they're rolling their eyes around at the SEC offices at that one today, but if you're in Como and your head coach is the guy embracing the things that his team cares about, I think that speaks to the way that he motivates his team. And after Heupel's clown show move to call the timeout to ensure that his team could have 60 points last year in Knoxville, beautiful to see Drinkwitz ice the Tennessee kicker on Saturday. Number four. Oh, I shanked it. Andy's upset about the pitch clock in Major League Baseball potentially going from 20 seconds with runners on base down to 18. I don't really think it's a big deal, Andy. They've already ruined baseball for me because I can only really do one beer a game before they cut off the alcohol sales now. Number five. What is the five fingers? Say to the face, slap! All right, I've spoken my last word about gushing over the Tennessee win. It's on to Florida. Don't overlook these guys. You had STP. Don't lose that mentality just because people started to believe in you with the number nine ranking in the CFP. There's more work to be done, Tigers, and I think they That's know. It. the Big Show's top five at five. 
on KTGR. 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us. It will be interesting to see how they you know, react to that because it's the highest ranking they've ever had, of course. Right. And going into a game that they should pretty clearly win. I think they're um, double-digit favorites. At least they started that way. Right, yeah. So, I mean, they're, they'll be good favorites at home. It just... About taking care of your business, and the the thing is, you've you've already proven to folks who doubted you before what you are. Like the the committees put you at nine, like that, that's incredible. Like you, you've done so much to to prove to them. Like, like you started proving that uh, early in the season against LSU, even like hanging with that team. You proved it even more, even in a loss against Georgia, and then of course it all culminated with that big win this past weekend. I mean, the, time and again they've they've seen folks doubting them and started to prove them wrong now not a lot of people are doubting you probably so well how do you how do you react to it everyone's doubting Florida on the other side and now how does that work yeah when the tables get turned how does Mizzou respond the thing that gives me a lot of comfort is that Eli Drinkwitz I think is a really really good motivator and he's going to find a way to tap into all right this is now our new reality but it doesn't change the goal it doesn't change any of the things that he's been preaching to these guys to get them to this point from the very beginning. Um, yeah, there's there's more people on the bandwagon now. And, you know, obviously even us on this show, people in the media, people are are recognizing whether that's local, national, that like, hey, this, this stuff that we thought was maybe possible but kind of a nice thought is now actually happening in reality. And that's going to change the perception of your team. But as the players on that team, they don't have to change anything about what they do to, to have gotten to this point. I think that'll be the message from Drinkwitz. And I... Again, year ago, Brendan would have probably not said this, but I have seen either the growth in him, Andy, or it's just more evident now. Maybe he, all these things were happening before, but um, this was this was a case of trust the process. And I'll admit, there were times where I didn't well, look, trust again, the process. But this year, it's I mean, you're seeing it play out. Like you get you get those great recruiting classes; they start to get a little older, more involved in what's happening uh, on. Uh, on both sides of the ball, you get a little bit healthier. Again, Brady Cook played all year with one good shoulder. And, you know, we, we obviously put a lot of stuff on Brady Cook last year, and he, he wasn't playing well, but he also was playing hurt. He's played hurt a few times this year, but he's back to pretty much full strength now. And His so, arm has been fine, right? That's yeah, the thing, too. Yeah. He's, his mobility was sapped a little bit sure. for a couple games there, but he he's been able to throw the ball has has shown us a new layer to that. But, like, you credit Drinkwitz for bringing in the right offensive coordinator to allow that to happen. And, again, you can look at all the different things that Drink has been able to tap into as a head coach, as a CEO of a program yep. that I think he he probably spread himself a little too thin previously to be able to Absolutely. realize his full potential as a head coach. Absolutely. If that, you know, whatever you think of that, I think that's kind of what the past was. But now you're seeing exactly exactly what's going to make this guy successful. Again, Andy, we came into the year saying, you better win seven games or we're maybe having a different conversation. That was the universal thought. I don't think it was just us feeling that way. Well, now it's, uh, again, I, I flipped the script a few weeks ago when I saw that Kentucky win, and I thought, might be contract time again here pretty soon. And now you win a game like the Tennessee game. I think that's only going to become more and more of a conversation if they continue racking up these wins. But there's no doubting what he's been able to put together at this point. 875-KTGR, if you want to call or text us here on the show, um, and we'll keep talking uh, Mizzou and get some of your uh, calls and texts here uh, in just a second. But uh, let's get to our NFL Top 5 
bottom five teams. You want to start with uh, the top five or the bottom five? Brendan, what do you think here? Let's go from the top because I like to delay the gratification, okay. and you were really excited about the bottom. So we'll start at the top of the list. I am very excited about the bottom of the list. Let's start at the top of the list. How about we go from one to five? Is that fair? Do whatever you want, Andy. It's, uh, it's your, it's your, it's no, your it's show not. here. I'm no, just, I'm just I'm not. Out. It's not my show. <laughs> That's why I'm asking, what do you want to do? Oh, it doesn't matter to me. Okay, it doesn't right. matter to me. Let's I think it's almost more interesting to start at the at the bottom, but um, you put the Chiefs at the top. Is that why this is going to be just a foregone conclusion for you? Again, is that what you're doing? Are you trying to make me tip my hand? Is that what you're doing? A little bit. Yeah, because you want to yeah, start at the top. Start at the top. Now, okay. I, now I'm impatient. I can't right. wait. Who's at the top? The, at the top of my list is the Eagles. Okay. Yeah. Well, we do have different lists. Do we? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, the Eagles, they've... They've looked shaky at times, but you can look shaky in the NFL and lose quite a bit, and they haven't done a lot of that. So the the fact that they have done what they've done while still being consistent enough to find ways to win, uh, beating the Cowboys the way that they did, I mean, big games against some of these talented teams. Again, we we don't know how great these teams are as the season goes along, but, I mean, Miami was a good win. Uh, Tampa. Chiefs beat Miami. Uh, good win. Yeah, I know the Chiefs beat Miami. Um, I mean, th- just the fact that you're able you to... You say Cowboys? Cowboys are a good win? Yeah, I did say that. Cowboys are a good oh, win. Yeah, I thought you said Dolphins and Tampa. Dolphins and Tampa, and I said the Cowboys before that. Um, Tampa's not a good win, though. Okay. It's a Still win. Still 8-1, and one, and who in the NFC is going to challenge them? I mean... I, you, I'll tell you, it's my top team in the NFL if you really want to know. Okay, go right ahead. It's the 49ers. No, they're it's back. not. No. Yeah. Yeah. no. They're, they're back. Not. I've seen one. Look, I've they're seen high enough. on this list. I'll say they're high on my list. They're not number one. Come on. They're my number one team in the NFL. Why? Because they are the team that I would pick to win the Super Bowl today. Please, come on. Really? Did you see that Jaguars game? Sure. I did. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. That's what they're going to play like on their best day, and nobody can beat them if they play their best game. Not the Eagles, not the Chiefs, not the Ravens. See, I still don't know how I, th- how I feel about that. They've been inconsistent, but you you add Chase Young to that defense, I think it, it, it enlivened the group. Well, and look, I, I, and know, I know that, I, I, know that I have been on the problem. I've though. been, exactly. The, the thing That's that I've gone through true. is that you named a lot of teams there, Eagles, Chiefs. Worst quarterback of the group that you're describing there is Brock Purdy, right? Yep. It's really going to test. Not to say that Purdy's bad, but he's no, the he worst of the group. Worst. He's the worst of that group. It's really going to test the theory of Kyle Shanahan can just, he just needs kind of a placeholder in there, a quarterback that can distribute the ball and make some plays when he needs to. I think, I think I'm, I'm back in that Brock Purdy's going to be able to do that. But in playoff environment, I agree it's going to be tricky and it's controversial. But today, I don't think I would, if I had that matchup lined up in the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship game, I don't think I am fading the 49ers against any other team. So that's why I ranked it that way. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, 875-KTGR, if you want to call or text us, of course, Niner A agrees with you texting in. 875-KTGR. Did he say they're number one? Yeah, he said, that a boy, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's fine.
fine. Lots of people call <laughs> I me guess Brandon. Take it's, that. it's it's fine. It doesn't bother me. Um. All right. Who's your number uh, number two? Are we going with I number the, two I, now? I, I, this was actually a harder decision for me. I have the Eagles at number two. Okay. Right. Um. I'm not. I, I, I'm not certain about that. Um. You know. Last we saw the Eagles and Chiefs. Uh. The the, the Chiefs got the better of them, obviously. And this week we get to find out. So Andy. Whoever wins Monday Night Football will move to number two because I'll just go ahead and okay. tell you. I All got right. the Chiefs at number three. Yeah. So that's that's 2A, 2B right now for me. Well, and I and have we're going to find out a lot. On, yeah, and I have Monday. them next to each other also. I have the Chiefs at number two on my okay. list. And Which then the 49ers are number three on my list. Okay. Look, again, I, I get it. it that was they, a great bounce-back win off the bye after three straight losses. Well when done. When they impose their will on a team, sure. It's over for that team, and when they can Great. kind of turn it on at their at their own leisure, and that's scary when you get into a, a motivation station like the playoffs. That's they're, great. Yeah. They're going to be on. It's just that in a stretch in October against the Browns, well, the Vikings, looked, and the Bengals, they did not there. decidedly no. do that. They so, played bad. They played bad. Yeah, they're third for me. All right, who's fourth? Fourth on our list of the top five, bottom five uh, NFL teams. This is kind of tough for me. Because I'm looking at a couple of teams that lost last week as being worthy of consideration in this area. If the Ravens had held on to that game against the Browns, Andy, I would have put them here. Okay. If the Cowboys, in their recent game against the Eagles, it was a couple weeks ago, right. the Cowboys had gotten that done, I would, I might have the Cowboys number two okay. on this list. But yeah. instead, I don't have either of those teams here. I've got my Lions at number four. Because I think that they are just an absolute machine at this point. Their run game and their pass game is strong. We finally see them using Jameer Gibbs a lot in the running game with David Montgomery healthy. And Montgomery joked to uh, Gibbs after a 75-yard touchdown run, hey, man, I couldn't let you have all of it. Like, they're they're a tandem now in the run game, and they want to play football hard-nosed, so they're going to run the ball. But Jerry Goff can still distribute. They have a really high-scoring win over the Chargers. They can win that style of game. They they can lean on their defense and win a low-scoring type of game as well. Lions are 7-2. For me, they're number four. I, I don't know what it'll look like in the playoffs in the NFC, but for right now, that's where I've got this team. And that's fair. They, they, they've looked like one of the best teams. Uh, in, you have a handful of teams every year that can win the the Super Bowl, and I think they're part of that handful right now. I, I like, think they've got to be on the list. Like yeah. they're, they're in that mix. But I have a team ranked ahead of them that absolutely blasted them a few weeks ago, and that's the Ravens. Like, it, I have a head-to-head matchup to prove who's that's better fair. than the other. So I'm going to go with the Ravens, even though week. they lost. Um, I'm on a bad week. Well, okay, Texans I get it. Too? Um, what what'd you say? Do the Texans bag them on a bad week, too? Uh, who on a bad week? The, the Lions? The Beck? No, not the pink. I said the Ravens. Oh, oh. I said the Ravens. Oh, Are you oh, listening, producer Chris? Oh, Chris wasn't Come listening. On. Folks, he he's wasn't listening. Your, he's on your side, bro. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Ravens are fourth for me. That's uh, fair. It, the roster is still yeah. very good. And and look, they've they've beaten some some good teams. They've done that not only to Detroit, but they did that to, to Seattle also. And, yeah, uh, playoff team. And look, I mean, they did lose to the Browns this past weekend, and folks Browns are, are dinging them for that. But they've also beaten the Browns this year, twenty-eight to three. So, like, I mean, that's the ebb and flow sometimes in the NFL season, especially within a division. Sometimes in, in that tough of a division, you're gonna get some splits in the in the head-to-head. So. Fair, okay. But why can't I trust myself to believe in the the Ravens come playoff time? Why is why do I still have that in the back of my mind that like, eh, 
they're gonna they're gonna stumble and they're not gonna get it done. Well, because sometimes I, their run that? game sort of sort of breaks down a little bit. We don't bit know who their had. run game is. Well, it's just a bunch of random guys. Well, but I mean, year. sometimes it works, though. Like, they just have it a stable. Works. In the regular season, it works. Okay. I but am also, not I'm, in the playoffs. I, I see that. But when I see Lamar Jackson and what he's doing, and it, it can absolutely translate to the playoffs once you get I want there. to. I want to buy in, but I... Uh, okay. Well, for right now, they're fourth for me, and then the Lions the are fifth. Then we're talking. The Lions are fifth. Okay. So and I have my number five spot. I really, now that I've kind of dumped on the Ravens as much yeah, as I have, I don't want to put them sit, there anymore. I don't want to put the Ravens in there at number five, but I think I'm going to. But with the caveat that, and this is going to sound really dumb. You're ready for a really dumb saying? Sure. I still feel like I have more belief in the ability for the Cowboys to show up for a playoff game than I do the Ravens right now. Huh? That's how I know the Dallas Cowboys, you, the ones from Dallas, the same. It, they're playing really well again. Where and have I you know been the last twenty years? I know this happens every time. They have a good stretch of games. They play great, and then they have an actual game that they have to play, and they lose it. But they didn't lose to the Eagles because they looked bad against the Eagles. That was a completely different performance than they had against San Francisco earlier in the year. I'm not. I, I I do it. Every, this is me. I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but I'm a believer, and I want to believe in in Dak Prescott and this team. I love C.D. Lamb. I want to see it work, and so I keep getting suckered back into believing. But for now, I think because I, man, I really want to punish the Ravens. But you're right. The Browns are a good team. I'll put the Ravens at five officially, but the Cowboys are Just, six, and it's close for me. It's close. Like, look, yes, the. The Ravens lost this weekend, but they're also still leading by far the toughest division in football. So I agree. With that. You have to give them a huge. I, I did. Boost yes, for that. but what, just in a minute. Wait for when the Cowboys, because in two weeks the Cowboys will well, beat the the Commanders to go eight and three, and then they're going to beat the the Seahawks at home, setting up that next matchup with the Eagles, which is in Dallas. When Dallas is nine and three, playing that game against an Eagles team that might have another loss because of the Chiefs game this weekend. Remember this conversation. I don't think the the NFC East is over. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I I would not discount that at all. I like, might yes, even the bet Eagles the Cowboys. Have to, I, I might go to a jurisdiction of legality and bet the Cowboys to win the division. I, they'd, they'd be on a long gross. week. They'd be playing on Thursday against the Seahawks before that, so they'd have more time to prepare. Like It's, it's possible, so I get it. I, it. Cowboys are right near the list, too, for me. Um, but again... Like, just seems in some of those spots where they get yeah they can come up big and then all of a sudden they don't um and maybe it's just a uh the nature of where they are in the uh in the standings or what division they're in um but yeah i i would i want to buy in so much to the cowboys too because of the defense and the pass rush specifically Dak and prescott's playing great the last couple of weeks Dak Prescott it's the giants is but the starting Eagles to play game was a lot better impressive as well and uh, except it, for the last series, imagine hitching your wagon to Mike McCarthy. I know uh, it's I, the worst part of it, Chris, because if they had a semi-competent coach, this would be so easy for me. Yeah, this, but I do not believe in Mike McCarthy at all. I don't think he's a good coach. I think he's a, just a middle of the pack kind of coach that in the big moment, it just doesn't seem like his teams have that ability to get over the hump. I just wish they had a different coach. I would be a lot more comfortable with this statement that I'm making.
All right, so those are our top five NFL teams right there. Brendan went uh, 49ers, Eagles, Chiefs, Lions, and Ravens, and I went in kind of a different order for that. I went Eagles, Chiefs, 49ers, Ravens, Lions. So how many AFC? You had two AFC had as two, well? Two AFC teams, yeah. No, well, it was the same AFC five teams. teams for all of us. Uh, like, both of us here was... And that's what's really compelling to me is I feel better than I ever did about the Chiefs just rolling through the AFC because right now Joe Burrow's not looking like the threat that I thought he was going to be. I still don't trust the Ravens in the playoffs, and we know what they do to the Dolphins that already happened, and we know what they do to the Jaguars that already happened. So, like, suddenly the AFC is just like the Chiefs and... We'll see who you play in the Super Bowl. It is yeah. reversed from what we thought it would be, where the AFC would be so tough. Now the NFC, to me, is like, well, damn, the Niners are pretty good. The Lions are The Cowboys are, those are your four teams, hopefully, in the division round playoffs leading into the NFC Championship Week. And that weekend is going to be fun in the NFC between those four teams if we get if we get the chalk to hold with those matchups. Well, Dallas needs the five seed for that to happen. I understand it wouldn't be exactly chalk. Yeah. I know that different things can happen, and I know that Dallas and, and Eagles cannot both win their division. But that would be what I would want to see in, in that second round. Well, give us your uh, top five NFL teams uh, with a call or a text at 875-KTGR. And up next, the part that I always like... Because for some odd reason... Well, you're a pessimist. You're a settler. You'll settle for being in the bottom five. (laughs) No, there's just something about futility that is just a little bit entertaining sometimes. We like making fun of people. Like making fun of teams. That's why it's more fun. So we'll do that next with the bottom five NFL teams next on The Big Show. You're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Well, this is the music we like to use for the bottom five of NFL teams. 875-KTGR if you want to text in your bottom five NFL teams. Just in our top five uh, not too long ago. By the way, uh, you can keep texting in what you think of Bazoo's number nine ranking in the college football playoff revealed last night. Interesting text from Chris, 875-KTGR. If we make a New Year's Six Bowl, could this be the one year that players don't opt out of the bowl game and that's interesting you know because more high profile game maybe more yeah. likely to play in we'll get into that at 5 uh, 45 we want to get to our bottom five uh, teams here first but yeah uh, keep texting in questions like that like chris did uh at 875ktgr talking about uh, mizzou's number nine ranking all right bottom five nfl teams you start at 28 or you start at 32? What do you, which direction you want to go? See, here? I actually am going to start at the bottom for this because I have no idea who I'm going to put at 28 yet. I have gone back <laughs> and forth on who I, I think almost, the fifth worst team is. That's I have so funny. no idea right now. I almost decided to boycott and say I only have four because I'm doing the same thing. So let's start at the bottom and see if we have the same team. Okay, all right. The team I have is uh, the Panthers. They're not very good. No, they're not. No. <laughs> they have one win. Yeah. Don't have their draft pick. Right. That's the other thing. Just the they went for it. They had a season that was, you know, maybe a a little bit promising toward the end. They fired the coach, obviously. Steve Wilkes did a pretty good job and caretaker Dewey. Steve Wilkes, these, I guess. They got rid of Steve Wilkes. <laughs> Instead, the 49ers have him as their uh, defensive coordinator, and they've had mixed yeah, feelings about that. He gets a Super that. Bowl ring this year. That's pretty good. Okay. All right. We'll see. Uh, but 
yeah, the way that it's happened for the Panthers all of a sudden. Look, maybe Bryce Young works out. I don't know, but the early returns That's are the not thing. there. That's a thing. I still think as much as Bryce Young has been a disappointment, there's a team in a worse situation at this really? point. Okay. Give the Giants are the worst team in the oh. NFL. Oh. Yeah. They've got a man named Tommy DeVito <laughs> as their quarterback. Remember the, the TD gold chain that he wears? Right, yeah. I specified last week, does not stand for touchdown because they don't score very many of those, and they're very bad. I I know they're 2-8, and eight, so technically, you know, not as bad in the standings as the Panthers who only have one oh, win. Oh, but look, right now, there's no hope. The Giants are hopeless. Yeah. Hopeless, dude. They signed Daniel Jones to a bajillion-dollar contract. Yeah, guess what? That's He's almost hurt. as bad as the Deshaun Watson deal, yep. which is also a bajillion dollars, and the guy's hurt. So, yeah, they're doomed. They're totally doomed. Yeah. Brian Dable gets redder and redder in the face each week. He just can't stand it anymore. Do you think this is some of this is on him or like the, the this bowling is, ball? Yeah. I, th- I think it is a little bit. You think bit. he's kind of overrated just, as a head coach? Like, because he came in he with just, all kinds of juice and the Giants were like started so well last year. They made the playoffs, everything. Oh, the table's great. But now. I think he's going to falter and fall apart really quickly because if you look at the interactions with players on the sideline, he just yells at people. <laughs> like, and, and that's a hard. Right. And that can work. In certain environments, if you're the offensive coordinator for teams that are capable, you get on somebody's ass. That can work, Andy. If you're just screaming at everybody and you're two and eight and there's no hope to win any games, but you keep, I just don't know how players are gonna gonna take that. Maybe I'm off base in this. It's just no, no. Seeing him on the sideline, I think I don't know, dude. I don't think it's gonna work. Is is kind of my thought. If you're if you're already losing and then your head coach is bombasting on the sideline, just. And again, it's Not to a third-string quarterback that he's yelling at at this yeah. point. Like, yeah, he sucks, Brian. He doesn't. He shouldn't be here. He Build like, some confidence up for the kid. Like, it's it, just. Yeah, it, I'm a little. I'm a little unsure that the that his uh, tough love is gonna is gonna work for that team. So for me, they're uh, at the yeah, bottom they, right now. Okay. No hope. Yeah, and I don't. I don't have too much argument with that. I mean, I just the Panthers with the way that they have had to go through this. Right. Just you have Giants at 31. I assume. I actually don't. Oh, he he keeps pushing the bowling ball up higher on the list. Okay, what do you yeah, got? It wasn't really that. I have the Patriots at number thirty-one. That's fair. Like that is <laughs> just, pretty bad. That is another situation where look, they haven't committed all this money to Mac Jones. They can just say, Ah, Mac Jones, you're not good. We're not resigning you to uh, this big long contract. We'll just get back into the quarterback market right away and not commit any money to you. But I mean, the, to see one of the best, the best head coach in NFL history, I think. It's there's no question. Certainly the most accomplished. And yeah. now all of a sudden You're convincing me a little it's bit. It's just falling apart big time. The defense is kinda good, but still has their leaky moments. Offense is putrid. Uh Bill O'Brien taking that over. Well done, sir. Um I just don't see a whole lot of upward mobility from this team right now. The way they've handled the quarterback position is Terrible. an affront to the sport. I mean, you bring Bailey Zappi we'll, in for the last series. Like, what's happening they here? They do it every game, Andy. They have Bailey's. Like, remember at first last year when it was like, holy smokes, they brought in Bailey Zappi. They must really be kind of unhappy with Mac Jones. 
Now it's every game. You don't even you're not even surprised when you look at the stats and see oh yeah. Zappy got in the game. It's just what they do. And Zappy wasn't even good enough to be on the active roster. They they put him on the practice squad to begin the year. They don't have any idea what they're doing at the quarterback position. They better hope they lose every single game and get a Drake May or get you know get somebody because this is ridiculous how bad it is. So you actually have convinced me. I'm going to keep the Panthers at 31 where I had them. Um, and the Giants are still 32 for me. But I did have the Patriots at 29. I'm going to bump them down to 30 yeah. because you convinced me. So I've got Giants at the bottom, Panthers second from the bottom, and then you made a good argument for the Patriots, and I, I got mad about uh, their quarterback yeah. situation all over again. So, yes, they're at 30 for me. And here's the thing. I think that's a tier. Like, if we were doing tiers, I think I the, all three that. of those teams are on a tier, and then there's a tier break kind of above, which makes this a little bit tougher. I don't know who you maybe had uh, originally at 30 that you just bumped up to 29. I have the Bears there. I mean, oh. it's just... Your list is wild. Okay, so let me get this straight. Your 32nd team is who? Carolina. You got Carolina, yeah. and then 31 is the Patriots, and yeah. you've got the Bears at 30. You still no, 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 have... no, no, no. Giants at 30. Oh, did oh, I not say God. Giants yet? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, Giants are at 30. Giants me. are at 30. Yes. That's a tier. We yes, do that's agree. A tier. And now yes. you've got the Bears, Bears at 29. Bears are at 29. Nine. Okay. Um, talk to me, because they won this week, right? They're 3-7 and seven now. Uh, against a team in the bottom three of the Panthers. Um, That's so true. I mean, <laughs> great. Uh, Matt Eberflus needed a what was it, oh. a last minute field goal to uh, to to win uh, without, uh, yeah, albeit 16, without 13. Justin Fields. Um, That's why I don't have him in this this spot. And I again, I don't have a twenty eighth team yet, so maybe we can okay. brainstorm this. But yeah. the Justin Fields factor, he's back this week, and I do think he makes them better enough. Okay. Um, they traded for Montez Sweat as well, so defense should be a little better than when we last saw. The Bears have fields. They've got good players like DJ Moore. Cole Komet's having a nice season. Yeah. And they got three wins. So I, I didn't put them here. I have the I still have the Cardinals at twenty nine, even okay. though Kyler's back. They got two wins, Andy. Now I, I do think my I do have a, a long a long term bet placed on Cardinals under three and a half wins for the season. I think that one might be in jeopardy. I don't know if I'm going to win that one now. I don't know about that. I was thinking Kyler wouldn't play all year. I thought they would get so close to tanking and seeing maybe getting a Caleb Williams or Drake May. They decided not to go that route, and they're going to play it out with Kyler, which I do think is going to make them win enough games that they won't be able to draft his replacement. So I I think they're better than they were. But remember, before this week, they were a one-win team as well. They're still a two-win team. I got them at 29, uh, certainly below the Bears, but you aren't even sure you could put the Cardinals in your bottom five at all. Talk to me about that. Well, it's... Uh, I saw what Kyler was doing, and it wasn't, it wasn't too shabby, you know? I mean... Uh, Beat James, the Falcons, though. Plus, like, James Conner's back, too. Like, you yeah. have him back in the full... Uh, they're getting a little bit healthier. No, the, the team's not great. Like, they're... It's a tear break, though. This, That's my thing. Like, yes. there's three abysmal NFL teams, and then there's a series of bad ones. Yeah. The Cardinals are still in that in that tier for me. The Bears, I just uh, I thought their defense would get a little bit more of a boost this year, and it just hasn't. It's just a mess right now. Um, and they they might be back in getting. Uh, they do have a good situation going forward. They have all of the Panthers' picks, but I mean <laughs> that'll help them. Yeah, well, yeah, that'll help them. It'll be nice. Um, but uh, no, I just I think I know who I'm putting in this. Okay. My Bears I'm are my so 29th. Um, yeah. 
Who do you have as number 28? Well, now, no, give me your 28 first because you don't even think the Cardinals are in there? Or do you really not have anything written down and we can do this at the same time? Because I'll nominate a team if you're, if you're ready for a nomination for 28. My 28th team is the Rams. Matthew Stafford's coming back, though. It's kind of like with the Bears thing and Justin oh, Fields. <laughs> you didn't believe me on that one either, though, so uh, that's fair. Um, and, and, look, I, I know Kyler Murray's back healthy, but he's a little more dynamic right now, I would think, than Matthew Stafford. I might take Kyler in that situation a little Matt bit Stafford more. Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup is a thing, though. Matt oh, Stafford I and Puka. But uh, Stafford is playing, I think, behind a worse offensive line and might not last the whole season. That's kind of what I'm worried about. So, yeah, that's true. He gets banged up a lot. Worse running game too. The like, Rams are well. Kyron Williams could come back soon, though. That's another part. Like yeah. the Rams are getting a little sneaky healthy, and they're still only three and six because they've had their bye week. Yeah, I don't know. Coming off the bye week, I'm interested to see what the Rams look like and Just, if they can uh, maybe get they to lost seven to wins. Green Bay before that, though. That's the Green thing. Bay. Then put Green Bay in your bottom five. No, I, <laughs> I, mean, I thought pretty, about Green Bay for sure. Record. Same record. That was almost a play-in game for this, or a play-out game from the bottom five between the Packers and the Rams. The Rams lost it, so they're fifth. I've honestly got a team that I think is going to be my answer since you came up with one. I thought we were going to brainstorm. First of all, I'd like to talk about the teams that have surprisingly escaped this list, like the Broncos and Raiders. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Broncos have won three straight. The Raiders are two in a row. They would have absolutely been candidates for this the last time. I'm sure they were on our list yeah, the last time we I did think this. They were. The I'm not. This isn't my answer, but the Titans are kind of in a bad way. Like if Derrick Henry is just a pumpkin right now, and they and, and I know Will Levis is trying his heart out, but it's just been a struggle. So yeah. there, to me, the Titans are really close to this. Let me let me take a look and see what here, because the team I want to say I don't want the Titans to have already beaten this team and they did beat this team so this works perfectly the titans are not my bottom five they're not my 28th team they're my 27th team because three weeks ago the titans beat the falcons and then the falcons lost to the vikings and then the falcons lost to the cardinals are you seeing a trend here i am so tired of arthur smith i am so tired of the fact that there is talent on this team to be good but they don't have a quarterback, and they don't have a head coach. I'm putting the Falcons as the fifth worst team in football, which I know record-wise is wrong because they're they're a game out of the playoffs, Andy. They're not. They could win their division. I'm so tired of the Falcons. They lose by a possession every single week unless they win by a possession. It's just the most boring team, and now they're on a three-game losing streak. They're going to host the Saints and win this week to pull within a half game or whatever of the lead for the division. And then they'll probably beat the Jets. But for right now, I'm putting the Falcons there. And I'll be rooting against them until Arthur Smith is gone. Because I just... Dude rubs me the wrong way. I'm sorry. But that's how I feel. 875-KTGR. Tell us your bottom five NFL teams. So I had from uh, from five or from the worst on up, I had the Panthers, the Patriots, the Giants, the Bears, and the Rams... And Brendan, you had the Giants, the the Panthers, Panthers the Patriots, the Patriots and Cardinals, and the Cardinals and the uh, the Falcons, the Dirty Birds. Yeah, the Falcons. Um, again, there are arguments to be made for some of these other players, but no, I get no. it. I I understand that they're not a very 
uh, exciting team right now, so I can see why you would want to put them in the in the bottom five. But give us your thoughts, 875-KTGR. Uh, call or text us here, and we'll get to uh, what you think should be the bottom five of the NFL, and we'll get to some more of your reaction to Mizzou getting ranked number nine in the CFP. It's all after this live local sports center. You're listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Just to the bottom five NFL teams, according to us here on the Big Show, 875-KTGR. If you want to call or text us, Larry texted in. What about the Jets in the bottom five? Neither Brendan nor uh, myself had the Jets in the bottom five. And I got to say, I thought about it. Um, but Yeah. That was tricky for me. Yeah, I I will say that they are a they've kind of revealed even now. Even if I think Aaron Rodgers was in the fold, like I don't know if they were like elite anyway. Um, yeah, they might have sh- been a playoff team. Maybe but it would have been a stretch with the way the yeah. AFC North is playing as a whole. AFC North, uh, just the offensive line in general, still some issues. Uh, the defense has been good but not good enough to mask up a lot of your issues on the other side. And, um, yeah, I just, they're, they're close, but, you know, I have seen Zach Wilson at times have some, some good moments. And I don't know if it's really all on him. The fact that the offense looks as bad as it does. So it's kind of where he's had moments where he's actually looked good too. Yeah. Like moments, but the watchability of that team is very low. If this was a watchability rankings. Yeah. I would probably, although the Falcons would be at the very bottom, so that would be part Falcons. of it. But. And honestly, good teams, like uh, well, not good teams, but teams that avoided this list, like the, the Raiders would probably be in that uh, bottom Yeah, probably also. not bottom five, just because like I enjoy watching Max Crosby just eat quarterbacks. Sure. He's pretty good at that. Like There are some compelling things about the Raiders, and they're five and five. I mean, they could make the playoffs. Well, and look, it's crazy to think there's about. clearly a different vibe now around that team oh, with Antonio absolutely. Pierce. So. We told them to fire McDaniels after the first year, and they just waited for whatever reason. Maybe this is what they needed. Like you got to have the comeback story to instill it in the players because they probably wouldn't have picked Antonio Pierce, right? If they had fired McDaniels yeah. in the offseason, it would have been a whole different situation. So Maybe maybe Raiders fans even think this is the best situation for them right now. Yeah, because they know that their front office is going to make the dumb decision and say, oh, there's a good uh, interim coach there, and then kick him to the curb right. pick somebody who's a retread of you know, yeah. an obvious name, things like that. Andy, the Jets are honestly, we're, we're going to have them on our list in a in a month, like when we do this again in a few weeks. Yeah. Because I think even though the Bills are in dire straits right now, they're not going to lose to the Jets uh a second time. That's a game that happens this Sunday. Yeah. But the Jets, and, and so like the Jets have lost to the Raiders and the Chargers by a lot in their last two games, needed overtime to beat the Giants. So it's been a minute since we've really felt good about the Jets. And I do base recency on this a little bit. Again, obviously with my top pick being the Niners, uh, I, I do take recency into, a, into effect. But the Jets are probably, they're probably not far off this list. The Titans are still worse for me. Because the Titans don't have anything compelling to get them a win. It's like their defense, I guess, theoretically. But the Jets, we know their defense can win them a game any given Sunday. I The Titans, I just I expect to lose every game 16-13 to 13 every week. So. Oh, yeah. That's how it goes for a team like that in their position. But, uh, yeah, for now, I kept them out of the bottom five. Things can change, though. We'll see. 875-KTGR. Give us your top five bottom five NFL teams as they stand now. Get to some more of your texts here. We got one from Chris uh, a while ago 
Uh, talking about Mizzou and as the number nine team in the country, according to the college football playoff rankings, which should put them in line for a New Year's Six as long as they win their next two games. I think it's I think it's a foregone conclusion at this point. Uh, he says, if we make a New Year's Six Bowl, could this be the one year that players don't opt out of the game? Because you see that a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. Bowl season comes around, players start to decide, eh, maybe I need to sit this one out because I want to help my draft stock and not hurt myself in a game like this to make sure that I'm uh, healthy enough for the combine and everything else like that. This is a different situation, though. If you're playing in a New Year's Six, if you're playing the Cotton Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl or... This means a lot to this program. It means the player, a lot more. I, I'm not saying nobody will opt out, and yeah. I'm not saying guys shouldn't opt out if they have their livelihoods on the line. Yes. I'm not going to... Let me say this now because I could... I, I don't want to get into a spot in a month where I'm like, oh, how could you opt out? I'm going to try to keep my composure if this situation comes to fruition and... Missouri is 10 and 2, and we see some opt outs. Be understanding because we'll never be in this position to know exactly how hard of a decision that would be. I'm going to respect that decision if someone makes it. I am predicting that not nearly as many players would make it. You're watching these mini movies every week. These guys are, I mean, this is their brotherhood. And you yeah. get a chance, you reach your goal. Like, I, I can understand people saying, well, how could you say that? Anything short of a championship is your goal. Like, you didn't win the, the title. You didn't win the conference championship. You didn't win the division. How can you look it back? At... It's college football, man. There are a lot of ways to have a really great and special season without it resulting in a championship. That's the that's the way the sport is designed. And for me, if you go 10-2 and two and you earn, here earn one of those bowl games, chance to be on that national stage, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, whenever they play these games, I think there's going to be a lot of Tigers that are like, this is what we play for. This is what we came here for. And we accomplished our goal. And I'll be damned if I'm not going to go in and yeah. enjoy it and be on the field with my brothers. That's how I think, Andy, most of them will do it. I will not judge the ones that don't if that should come to pass. I want to kind of put that preamble out there. No, no. I think that's the best way to put it because there will still be players on this team that like say, yeah, we had an excellent season. And, you know, all of us played really well. A lot of us had maybe draft evaluations last year that we didn't like and we wanted to try and improve upon it and that was kind of a goal to, to improve upon that and maybe they've gotten to that point where they say look I, I got a chance to make some real dough here and i don't want i gotta to, be careful with my career right, like that might yeah. be somebody's standpoint might be somebody's it, it doesn't to say that look this team is different i think is true and it, and it means that i think you're less likely to see as many opt-outs as opposed to playing some different bowl, like Gasparilla Bowl, whatever it is. Like, oh, I would Gas- opt out of the Gasparilla Bowl. Right, yeah. I was come a, on. A day two pick. There's a difference I mean, between playing in, in front of, you know, a stadium that's one-third full uh, in a, on a late night in Tampa as opposed to playing one of these New Year's Six games in, like, the, yeah. Yeah, in a dome, most likely, and the stadium's most likely packed to the brim. Like, it's... It means something a lot more. Playing against a Texas or an Oklahoma exactly. or a Penn State. Yep. Or a, I mean, that again, it's going to depend on, on how the season finishes out. But I I'm not gonna, I don't want to say like a bold statement like, oh, I'd be surprised if anybody opts out because that's not really my call. Right. I would say that it wouldn't shock me if nobody opted out. Sure. If nobody did, that wouldn't shock me. 
if a few people did, but you say, oh, it's way less than did, and we can look at the guys that do and go, yep, I mean, yeah, uh, you, could be a, injury. you could be a high draft pick. Go right ahead. And, uh, and some guys, you know, high draft pick, devastating injury, you know, you tear your ACL, that doesn't really affect draft stock a ton these days. But you might be talking about guys who, if I'm a second-round pick, if, if that's what I, I think I'm going to be, or third-round pick, you could fall off boards that way. And so, like, that's where it gets a little bit dicey. And, yeah. and again, livelihoods are our lives are going to change in that NFL draft. And I think you're going to see plenty of Tigers in it. And so that would be, uh, I'd be understanding either way, but I'm predicting that you're going to see a bunch of dudes ready to go to war for one more time with their brothers. That's what I would predict. If Missouri can close the deal, beat Florida, beat Arkansas to get that, to get that big marquee game. Cause again, if you believe that they're buying in completely and they, and we have no reason to I believe do. that they're not, <laughs> that they're going to uh, they take these next in, two games seriously and say, Hey, here is our chance to play in a major bowl game coming up. And then you finally get to that bowl game, and you're and you're like, "Oh, you're really going to play right. in it or not?" I'll Which, watch my buddies play. Yeah, again, <laughs> yeah. So it's not like they're just going to opt out because because they can. No, it, it would be for a very good reason. And look, some of those players might have very good reasons. But you're right; it just seems like a team that is very well connected right now wants to see this entire thing through. It's kind of why a lot of those players came back uh, in the off season, especially on that defense to beef up the experience on that unit and yeah. to, to play that the way that they are now it just seems that everything is clicking at the moment and uh we'll, we'll see what uh, the tigers come up with in these next two to try and get to that point but exciting time yeah i'm uh i'm excited to start talking like full full steam into florida game tomorrow because yeah we've 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 basked in the glow of this one a little bit andy like probably more than we do most weeks to yeah. just Continue looking back Number at Saturday. And, Come on. And now we're going to, and we have good reason, but tomorrow that has to change. We're going all in on Florida. Oh, yeah. And uh, over-unders and all the like. So I'm I'm ready for another game week, baby. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get some of uh, more preview coming for Mizzou and Florida tomorrow. And uh, play Fade Eliminates. Get you ready for a Thursday night game that you will most likely have more players in. You know, no Ravens and, and Bengals, a drastic yes, difference between... Bears Panthers last week. So, uh, Brendan will get you set for your fantasy football lineup tomorrow. And uh, we'll talk some Chiefs Eagles, too, as that game comes up very soon on uh, on Monday night next week. So, join us uh, for tomorrow's big show from 4 to 6. Thanks for joining us today. He's Brendan. He's producer Chris. I'm Andy. We're done for now.